All right, let's talk about this court papers that were filed today. Big news. President Cyril Ramaphosa filed papers in the Gauteng High Court for an urgent application to interdict former President Jacob Zuma from taking any further steps to give effect to his private prosecution bid against the president. The president's also seeking the court to excuse him from appearing before the court on the 19th of January, as directed by the summons. Zuma launched a private prosecution bid against Ramaphosa for allegedly contravening the NPA Act on the disclosure of his medical records by prosecutor Billy Downer and journalist Karen Mourn. Ramaphosa's legal team demands a withdrawal of Zuma's legal team. Does Ramaphosa have any legal ground for this interdict? Let's find out more with legal analyst advocate Mordidima Manya. Advocate, thanks very much for joining us. First of all, let's start at the beginning of that sentence. What is an interdict? Okay, good uh, afternoon uh, John and your viewers and your listeners. Um, I'm no longer an advocate. I'm now practicing as an attorney. Okay. Uh, Correction. Yes, uh, an interdict is an order that stops uh, something from happening. Okay. Uh, so you usually go to court if something is going to happen. But if that thing has happened, you can't get an interdict. Now, if you look at the application, uh, the president seeks a few things uh, which are slightly different. The one is an interdict. Uh, the second one is a declarative order. Um, and he also seeks to review and set aside uh, the summons that have been issued against him. Okay. Okay, so President Cyril Ramaphosa has done a private prosecution of the current... Uh, sorry, President Zuma has done a private prosecution of President Cyril Ramaphosa. Uh, th- does he want that to be withdrawn? Yes, he wants that to be declared unlawful, uh, which means he wants it to be regarded as null and void. Okay, that's important. Declared unlawful. Yes. Okay, so what does that mean? Should President Cyril Ramaphosa be victorious or successful in that declaration that it is unlawful? Yes, look, let me try to give you a context to why probably we have this litigation. You will recall that uh, Mr. Zuma initiated a private prosecution. He had initially lodged a complaint with the NPA against um, uh, Advocate Bill Downer, SP, mm-hmm. uh, on the basis that Downer was um, uh, involved in releasing or leaking his medical information. You'll also recall that the matter uh, featured prominently before Judge Kuhn in the Pekamarisbeck High Court. And Judge Kuhn had said that, look, the document which purports to be a medical record is probably just a medical certificate which does not provide any details. Mm-hmm. But following the decision of the NPA that there was no misconduct on the part of the Downer SC, Mr. Zuma and then initiated a, a prosecution. He actually requested him to be charged the NPA issued, and he then requested a certificate that they are not prosecuting, which they issued to him. And then he then is in a prosecution against both Bill Downer and Karen Moore. Now you recall that Karen Moore doesn't have a certificate issued against her for her non prosecution. Now, suddenly, with uh, 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 Mr. Ramaphosa, the president, being uh, implicated in this matter and the prosecution being initiated. So that's the context to see which this thing happened. Mm. Okay, so 
all right. So again, my question stands: Should Cyril, let's go to Mr. Ramaphosa, I guess, President Ramaphosa, be successful in having this case interdicted? Does that just mean the end of it? It's it's all over. It's good over. Well, the interdict will stop it pending the determination of the validity. So the interdict deals with preventing uh, the appearing in court and preventing Mr. Zuma from uh, proceeding with the private prosecution. But the real thrust is going to be determined in the new application where he seeks the declaration, the declaratory order that this summons is actually unlawful. Because once the summons I just want to ask you to hold on for a second. Maybe we can get a better line. We're, we're struggling to understand what you're saying on the cell phone. I, I have a feeling it could be load shedding as well. Uh, so, so just run through that again. There's two parts. The one will stop it. And then the second part is? You are listening to John Gerica on SFM. In conversation with an attorney, Moridima Manya, we're talking about Cyril, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa filing papers in an urgent application to interdict former President Jacob Zuma from taking any further steps in the private prosecution bid. Uh, Moridima, you're explaining about there's the attempt to stop it from going further, saying that uh, he doesn't want it to go any further. What is the second part you're explaining? Okay, the application is in two parts. Yeah. The first part is the interdict part, which is meant to stop this as an interim measure. Okay. Now, pending the determination of that, part B requires that uh, the president is seeking an order declaring the summons unlawful, the private prosecution unlawful. So that is what will ultimately stop it. So the interdict is just an interim measure to say, until the court decides on whether this private prosecution is lawful, it cannot continue. Okay, so, and, and you haven't answered my question. If it is said to be unlawful, unconstitutional, invalid, and of no force or effect, what happens? Is it just over? There, there, there's no more to this? Yeah, it's over. Okay, just like that? Yeah, just like that, it's over. Okay, so uh, th- there is mention uh, about costs of the application to be paid by the first respondent, which is Jacob Zuma. Uh, there, there's no other challenges are there that are demanding some sort of payment or, or I don't know, punishment or fines? Yes, they, they, I've seen the notice of motion that they want uh, Mr. Zuma to pay the cost. Alternatively, they're also seeking a cost order against his legal representatives. Uh, and you, you usually make such a request when an application is seen to be, uh, an act is seen to be vexatious or frivolous. Mm. So uh, the measures of frivolous means there's no just cause for it. So they are basically saying Mr. Zuma would have acted on the advice of his lawyers. They ought to have known that this is not correct, and therefore they must be punished themselves. So we call this a punitive cost order. Okay. So how much? How much? What is that? Like a thousand bucks, ten thousand rand, ten million rand? Okay. The the costs uh, depending because there are two scales for costs. There's a scale which we call party and party, which is worked according to the tariff of saying, look, you can only charge for the letter and you can charge so much. Mm. Then there's a, 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 a scale which we call client and own attorney, which you have to pay for everything. So it's going to depend on whether the court will say client and own attorney or party and party. Uh, and the other question you ask about a demand for some sort of payment mm. That cannot even be part of this because that will have to be done separately. If the president wants to sue, 
either for defamation or any other course of action, okay. he will have to issue a summons. He can't do it through this process. Okay. Um, and I'm slowly starting to understand this. Uh, what will who who looks at this? The, the 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 high court looks at this, right? And they will they will look at the the initial private prosecution, the judges, and then they'll look at this and say, how do they make the decision as to whether this is the the whether they should interdict former President Jacob Zuma? Okay, to to get an interdict, you have to meet certain requirements. Uh, and there are basically four requirements. One is that you must have a clear right. Now, the president would probably want to argue that, look, there is no uh, the, uh, certificate, not a prosecutor against me, or even if it was issued, it was issued unlawfully. Mm. Now, that will obviously offend against his right. He will have to show the court that the balance of convenience favors that um, he should not be subjected to this. So there are those type of requirements. But that's a separate matter because that deals mainly with preventing a harm. Once the that says whether the court grants that interdict or it doesn't, he still can proceed with the review. Now, if the court doesn't grant the interdict, it could be because the court says this is not agent mm-hmm. or we don't think that you are adversely affected, but he can still proceed and review the decision on the private prosecution itself. And the fact that an interdict is not issued doesn't mean the court will not declare the uh, private prosecution invalid. Do Jacob Zuma's lawyers have to supply anything to say that it is valid? Do they have to? Supply any evidence to say that uh, their prosecution is valid? Yes. Remember, in the notice of motion that you would have seen, they're calling upon Mr. Zuma to answer because what happened in simple terms, when you go to court, you will make an affidavit and say, this is the basis of my complaint. This is why I want the court to adjudicate on this matter. The other party has a, a duty to come back and say, well, this is my answer to what this guy is saying. If he's saying there was no uh, certificate, here's a copy of the certificate or whatever explanation they give. Thereafter, Mr. Ramaphosa, the president, will have an opportunity to reply to that, so he will have to deal with some of the issues that are raised from the answer. So Mr. Zuma still has to file his answering affidavit, and the court will then, having all the documents before it, make a decision. Uh, as an attorney, Moradima, this is going to be filed on the 10th of January. Uh, Cyril Ramaphosa is supposed to be in court on the 19th of January. Do you see that 19th of January incident or, or court appearance happening? Look, the, the, the agent application, remember part A, which is the interdict, is done on an agent basis, okay? So it might as well be that an order is made on the agent. If an order is made on the agent interdicting this, you would not have to appear on the 19th. So I think it's going to depend on the outcome of the interdict. But right. the matter, when, when we say a matter is heard on agent basis, mm. it jumps the queue. So at court, you have got matters that are heard in the normal course, you know, 20 days, 15 days. Mm. Then you have got matters that are heard on an agent basis. You know, you go to the labor court, it could be on for the eight-hour notice. Uh, the court will hear the matter in the high court, it will probably be three, four days. So the matter will be heard before the 19th. Okay. Are, are the courts in session now at all over the festive season? Pardon? Are the courts in session, the high court in session over the festive season? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. If you were to have serious trouble that warrants the agent attention of the court as mm. we speak now, 
There are judges in all the division who are on standby to hear matters. So the wheels of justice don't close with Christmas. <laughs> Even on Christmas Day, on New Year's Day, if somebody were to threaten to kill you tomorrow, mm. uh, I would bring an application. There will be a judge to hear your application tomorrow. Attorney Modidima Manya, thank you very much for trying to explain that uh, slowly, slowly to me. And I thank you very much for your patience in trying to help me understand it.